Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Really, Duncan had it. They turned it over. Alley oop back to Kevin. Oh, baby! Woo! KG! You can see it coming, and the building is electric off that slam dunk. Hello and welcome to the Believe in Timberwolves podcast. I'm your host, Brendan Hedke. As always, you can find me on Twitter at B underscore Hedke NBA. And in today's show, we're going to talk a little bit about the Portland situation with Damian Lillard and how that ties into the Minnesota Timberwolves because there's a little caveat there that, you know, kind of pulls it all together. Um, We'll talk about some cat rumors and then rumors about the franchise moving as well. So the first thing I want to go into is just the Portland situation altogether. So if you don't know, Portland did go ahead and they fired their head coach, Terry Stotts. And Terry Stotts coached the Blazers for a number of years. He was a solid coach, brought him to the playoffs numerous times, but he never got past the first round except for once. And at the end of the day, their front office decided that it was time to move on and get a new coach. And you know, sometimes that's okay. If it's not working out, they can still be a fine coach, but it just might not work out right there. And that's uh, that's kind of the situation I think that happened in Portland. Um, but the interesting thing with Portland is the fact that they fired Terry Stotts and they dropped some names of coaches that could potentially replace Terry Stotts. Now, here's the situation with that. The names are missing one key person. So I'm gonna go out. I'm gonna go ahead and read these names quick, and then you can see if you can figure out who is missing from this list. The first name is Chauncey Billups. Um, he's been in a number of head coaching, you know, rumors and things like that over the years. The next name is Mike D'Antoni. You know, assistant coach for the Brooklyn Nets. He was previously the coach for the Houston Rockets, um, and he also coached like L.A., New York, Phoenix, Denver. He's coached a lot. He's a very gifted offensive mind, but he doesn't have a gig right now, and Portland needs somebody probably to teach him a little bit how to play defense, so I don't know if D'Antoni's best fit. Regardless, that was another name. Juwan Howard, currently he's the head coach at Michigan, um, and he coached there, I think, two seasons. Um, I don't know if he's going to make the jump to the NBA or not. We'll see, um, but he's another name that has been thrown out there. Um, the next one is Jason Kidd, currently an assistant coach for the Los Angeles Lakers. He recently came out and said that he is not going to be um, interested in coaching the Portland Trailblazers, even though Damian Lillard supposedly had said that if he got to pick anybody, it would be Jason Kidd, um, which is interesting. He also is coach for the Nets and the Bucks, And then Jeff Van Gundy. Um, he's a brother to Stan Van Gundy, obviously, who coaches the New Orleans Pelicans. Currently, he's an analyst um, for ESPN for the NBA. He also coached in New York and Houston. Um, and that's it. So did you figure it out? Did you figure out who is missing from that list? That's right. David Vanterpool's name is not on that list. And I'm going to tell you why that's important here after a quick ad break from our sponsor. So we're now moving into the second round of the NBA playoffs. The month of June is heating up with a ton of other exciting sports action, and Bet Online is where you can find all that action. From basketball and hockey playoffs to baseball's marquee matchups, including prop bets and futures, 
BetOnline has all the latest odds, news, and information for all your online sports betting needs. So if you visit the website today or use your mobile device to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. So before the next tip-off, face-off, or pitch, head over to BetOnline and start playing today. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. All right, so we're back. And we're back to the conversation of David Vanderpool's name not being in the list of potential Trailblazers head coaches. That doesn't mean that he'll, he won't be considered. It doesn't mean he won't even get an interview. And it doesn't even mean he won't get hired. But the interesting part is that his name was not one of the top candidates listed right away. And what makes it super interesting is franchise player, best player in the team, top 10, 15 player in the league, Damian Lillard, went out when the Minnesota Timberwolves were... You know, they had fired Ryan Saunders and they did not promote David Vanterpool. Damian Lillard went out and tweeted, quote, How the hell do you not hire David Vanterpool and he's right there on the bench and has been in front office successfully and on the front of a bench of a winning team successfully seven years and also has played a major role in the development of a dominant backcourt. Shaking my damn head. End quote. Now, I love Damian Lillard. Don't get me wrong. Damian Lillard is one of my favorite players to watch in the league. You know, one of the clutchest players. He's just, I cannot describe how much I love watching Damian Lillard. He's just an animal. Um, and he kind of embodies what I hope that Anthony Edwards can be at someday. But regardless, how can Damian Lillard go out there, say, Timberwolves, you, man, you screwed up. You did not hire David Vanterpool to be your head coach. Well, Dame. You get to pick your next coach. That franchise does not want to lose you. And you're going out and blaming the Timberwolves for not hiring David Vanterpool. And you don't even put Vanterpool's name out there for the head coach of the Trailblazers. That's where, that, that just doesn't make sense. And Twitter blew up about this right after it happened. Timberwolves Twitter was crazy. You would have thought it was Trailblazers Twitter. Because it was all it was talking about was Damian Lillard. But. To not put his name out there, and I'm not saying he didn't talk to management, whatever, but if nobody has thrown his name out there, then Dame's probably not pushing that hard for it. And that's what is, you know, you know, it's hypocritical if you ask me. Um, so, I don't know. Why is the Timberwolves not making that move bad? I get it. He's on the bench. He's not on the bench in Portland anyway. But the way Damian Lillard talks about David Vanterpool, he's talked about him numerous times after he left the Timberwolves, all really good things. Why isn't he throwing his name in the hat for that job? Why is that not something that's been happening? And that's where I get frustrated with that, and I don't really understand it. But I just wanted to mention that. But that brings me back to the whole hiring of Chris Finch. Now, we all understand Chris Finch got hired by Gerson Rosas midseason as he was an assistant coach for the Toronto Raptors. He was sitting on the bench in Toronto, excuse me, actually in Tampa, but all of a sudden, he got a phone call. Gerson Rosas, you know, they struck a deal and he became the new head coach. It was a little shady. Dave Vanderpool wasn't there. Obviously, there's some, you know, touchy subjects about race. Obviously, David Vanderpool is a black coach. Um, Chris Finch is not a black coach. So the Timberwolves are getting questioned about, you know, the diversity in their coaching staff, um, even though... They are one of the most diverse front offices and coaching staffs in the league. They still were getting questions um, about that. And that, and that, you know, it's totally understandable. But 
I think, to pull it back a little bit, I think Chris Finch has just always been Gerson Rosas' guy. And whenever Ryan Saunders left, Chris Finch was going to be the guy. And he had to scoop him up when he could. And what I think is really interesting about when Gerson Rosas got Chris Finch is now looking around the league, you're looking at all of these different teams and thinking, wow, the Timberwolves probably really lucked out with that. When you think of Portland needing a new head coach, Orlando needing a new head coach after they got rid of Steve Clifford, and, you know, the Kings basically came out and said, yeah, we were going to fire Luke so we could hire Chris Finch, but then Chris Finch got hired, so we're going to keep Luke. Obviously, the Kings didn't put that out, but that was reported um, by a Sacramento reporter. So that's really interesting to me is how coveted Chris Finch really was around the league and that the Timberwolves were able to get him at the time that they did. And really, that's the whole reason they got him is because they knew that he was going to be a hot commodity on the market after the season. And they said, you know, we need to change anyways. Instead of promoting Vanderpool and then deciding after the season he's not the guy for us, why don't we just go ahead, bring in Chris Finch right now, he can be the guy for us. And David Vanderpool, he could have left right then. He ended up saying the season, shout out to him. He wanted to stick with his guys. And that is, that's a stand-up thing to do. He could have easily walked out the door and said, you guys pass me over. I'm out of here. But he didn't do that. And now he's probably going to get either a shot to be a head coach somewhere or be another associate head coach or, you know, whatever it is. The next thing I want to talk about also has to do with the Portland Trailblazers, and that is something that Stephen A. Smith, reputable source as always, said the other day. Now, Stephen A. Smith basically just came out and said, I got a text from somebody. This is a quote, too. Quote, I just got a text from somebody. He went on, rambled a little bit, blah, blah, blah. And they mentioned to me Carl Anthony Towns may be in Portland. Then he went on to talk about CJ McCollum, Yusuf Nurkic to get the trade done, yada, yada, yada. But anyways, it was another cat rumor, which we all know we're, we've heard them time and time again. We aren't strangers to the trade rumors that Carl Anthony Towns has always thrown into. Just think. For, now we got the Portland one. There's been numerous Knicks ones. I mean, every summer, there's a New York Knicks trade rumor for every star, including Carl Anthony Towns. Um, I'm reading one now. It is a trade rumor where... Carl Anthony Towns and Zion Williamson team up in New Orleans. It says that the Pelicans receive Cat D'Lo for Brandon Ingram, Stephen Adams, Jackson Hayes, 2021 first-round pick, 2022 first-round pick, 2023 first-round pick, and a 2024 first-round pick swap from the Bucks. Yeah. Like, they're just anything and everything. Any possible trade, they're just throwing it out there. Another one, I mean, there's just a bunch of trade rumors that we see that just do not make any sense whatsoever. Um, Obviously, pretty much every trade rumor from a not reputable source, so not Shams, not Woj, or not any of the beat reporters from, you know, the specific teams, they're all going to be bad, you know, and Carl Anthony Towns getting traded to the Knicks it's not gonna happen what are the Knicks gonna give up for Carlin it's just none of that stuff makes any sense but we've dealt with it we've dealt with it for how many years every single offseason it comes and it goes and Carlin Anthony Towns is still here so if I could caution anyone and just say you know one piece of advice for the offseason 
just don't worry about Cat leaving until something real comes up. There's no sense in worrying. The trade rumors have never been real, and they probably aren't going to be real this summer either. The Timberwolves are going to need a crazy big package for Carl Anthony Towns. Something in between what the Pelicans got for Drew Holiday and yeah, and uh, Anthony Davis, and between you know kind of what the I guess the Nets sent for James Harden, or you know something bigger than the Vucevic trade, but probably smaller than the Anthony Davis trade. Something in that mold is what you would need to get Cat, and that's a lot. And a lot of teams probably aren't gonna do that. And the Timberwolves might not even do that either because Cat is so important to what they do. Um, and they're, they're trying to see what they have in the Timberwolves' core with Cat and Ant and D'Lo and Jaden and Malik and everybody that's out there. They're not going to trade the biggest piece to this puzzle, in my opinion. Some might argue it's Ant. Right now, this juncture, I think it's Carl Anthony Towns. They're not going to tra- trade that piece, the biggest piece that they have locked up for another three years for something that also might not work. So that's that's my feelings on that. I say don't worry about the the Timberwolves. Do not or trading Carlin Towns, do not really think about all of that cuz I don't think it's going to happen. And if it does happen, the rumors are going to come from a rep- reputable source that Carl Anthony Towns demands a trade. I do not think Cat is getting traded unless he demands a trade and at this point in time, I don't see why he would demand a trade. Obviously, yes, the Timberwolves finished with the sixth worst record in the league. They have only a 27% chance to keep their pick. But you have to put it in the context. Cat went through a lot last year. Maybe a sense of or a change of scenery isn't what he wants right now. Um, he seems to love playing with Anthony Edwards. He seems to enjoy playing with D'Angelo Russell. And he's publicly stated he doesn't want to go anywhere. Does that always mean everything? No, it does not. But... Um, it means something, I think. And I and I believe it with how he said it and the words he used to say it, I do think that Carl Anthony Towns really does want to spend, you know, if it works out his entire career in Minnesota. I think that's a lot of players' goals. Um obviously doesn't work that way. Timberwolves seem to be on the right track to making it work that way, but they still have a ton of work to do. And that we're gonna talk about that for months and maybe years, maybe decades. We'll see how long we're around doing this. But last point on the cat rumors thing. They will be coming and going all summer long. Do not read too much into it. Do not think it's a doomsday scenario. If you think, you know, there might be some truth, I guess, whatever. Maybe you even prefer that they trade cat. I don't. I think that's foolish, but you can have your own opinion. But I just want to put that out there, preface this entire thing by saying, Let's just live with the rumors. Don't blow them up. Make them a big thing. I'm a culprit of that too. Just step back, laugh it off, and go about your business because until Cat demands a trade, it's not happening. The next thing I want to talk about is the franchise moving. Um, And, you know, if we really think that's going to happen or if the Timberwolves are pretty safe here in Minneapolis. And I don't want to say that the Timberwolves aren't moving. Because anything can happen. Money always talks. But I think the NBA, from a from a standpoint of, you know, revenue, making money for not only the owners and the league, but also the players, I don't think that moving a franchise somewhere to Seattle, especially Seattle, 
makes sense. The point of moving the franchise to Seattle is to get that team back in Seattle that they lost, you know, a couple decades ago, decade and a half, whatever it is. But the reality of the situation is Seattle's probably going to get an NBA team regardless soon. They are the next place to get one. They make the most sense because of the basketball history they have there. They have the you know, the fan base that's already been established. And they really wouldn't have lost their franchise in the first place if it wasn't for, you know, the entire, um, you know, nobody went, nobody went ahead and tried to buy it from that area and an investor bought it and moved it to Oklahoma City. Yada, 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 you know, whatever. My point is, Seattle, it'd be better... It'd be in the best interest, instead of moving one team to Seattle, adding a team in Seattle. Because the relocation fee compared to the expansion fee is ridiculously higher. The NBA is going to make a lot more money. So when you think about, you know, the NFL has 32 teams. If you go ahead and add two teams to the NBA, there's billions of dollars coming in just from expansion fees. And then you have, you know, more money coming in from... You know, ticket sales and TV deals and all this. And the NBA is just set up for a brighter future even than it already has because it has 32 teams instead of 30. Say it's Seattle and Vegas. Now you have 32 teams. You move a team from the west to the east to balance out the conferences. And you're set to go. Now, the reason I say that I don't think the Timberwolves will get moved to Seattle is for all the reasons that I just stated. Now, the reason I say the Timberwolves possibly could be moved is because I think that if and when, more than likely when, Alex Rodriguez and Mark Laurie come in and take control of the Timberwolves in the next two and a half years or whenever it may be, then they are going to want a new stadium. Target Center is one of the worst arenas in the entire uh, league and it definitely even they've done some really nice remodels it's fine but it's not really fine you know what i mean the t- the target center is not anywhere near a quality nba stadium it's definitely in the bottom tier and if if mark laurie and alex rodriguez are going to invest in this team they're probably coming to invest in the city as well and they're not going to want to invest in the city that won't invest in them by buying them a new stadium for their franchise. Now, I'm not saying it has to be, you know, the the season they come aboard, the new franchise or the new stadium needs to be ready. That's not feasible, and they would understand that that's not realistic either. But the taxpayers might have to, you know, flip that cost, part of that cost to build a new stadium to keep their franchise here. And if that doesn't happen, Alex Rodriguez and Mark Lurie are going to be looking elsewhere to move their team. They could care less about Minnesota if they're not with that basically saying to them we don't care about this team that's what if you're not willing to pay for that same and I know there's a lot that goes into it but from an owner standpoint if the city is not willing to pay for a new stadium then the city is not truly invested in the Timberwolves and I know it there is a ton of basketball fans of the state basketball culture is very strong in Minnesota but they want a new stadium, and they probably will. I'm not. I can't speak for Mark Laurie and Alex Rodriguez, 
but they're probably going to want a new stadium, and the Timberwolves fans, Minnesotans, are going to probably have to pay for some of that. And if they're willing to, could be the deciding factor in if the team stays here or not. But anyways, I'm not in this doomsday scenario where the Timberwolves are for sure moving. What I'm just trying to put across, and the point I'm trying to make is, Mark Lurie and Alex Rodriguez more than likely are going to want a new stadium. They're new owners. They're going to want to make a ton of money. And a good way to make a ton of money is by getting a new stadium, getting people in the door. And if the state of Minnesota, their fan base, the Minnesotans aren't willing to do that, they're going to try and find somewhere that is because having an outdated small arena just doesn't work in this day and age. The Vikings have a beautiful stadium a little bit away from Target Center. Mark Laurie and A-Rod are going to want something like that. And if not, they're going to find somewhere to go. And that and that's why I think the Timberwolves are more likely, in my opinion, to move somewhere like Kansas City or Vancouver or wherever. You know, a, a place that doesn't already have an NBA team that isn't Seattle or Las Vegas. Because you just kind of read the tea leaves, kind of understand everything, look at whatever Seattle and and Las Vegas just make a lot of sense to have an NBA team. So you're looking at all these other places that, that a team could potentially move. So I think if the Timberwolves are going to move, I think they're going to move to somewhere like like Kansas City or Vancouver. I mean, uh, Tampa maybe. There's a bunch of different places that are would be great markets for an NBA team that don't have one right now. Um, but I don't think they're going to get first pick at expansion. I think that's going to be Las Vegas. There's Las Vegas has gotten you know recently an NHL team, and they just got the Raiders to move there. So if they could get an NBA team in there, also that would be huge. Seattle already has MLB and uh, NFL. They used to have the NBA with the SuperSonics. So I think those two cities are going to get the you know the first crack at. Um, landing an expansion team and I don't really think it's going to be somewhere like Kansas City regardless of how great Kansas City would be don't come at me I know Kansas City would be a very very good basketball city I just don't think they'll get first dibs but outside of that that's pretty much all I have for today's podcast just a quick little one I'm gonna have some more guests on throughout the summer um we're gonna go into depth start talking about some draft prospects because the NBA lottery is in two weeks from recording. I'm recording on Tuesday, June 8th. The draft lottery, I believe, is Tuesday, June 22nd. So the Timberwolves um, have a 27% chance of having a great night that night and a 73% chance of just having a meh night. I am not counting on that pick coming. I think it would be the greatest thing in the world if it did. I would love it. Timberwolves fans all over would love it. But I'm not counting on it. I'm, I force myself to believe that they are not getting that pick so then I potentially could be pleasantly surprised and if they don't get it I'm not going to be you know shocked sad I understand it I knew what I was getting myself into um but regardless that is it for today's episode thank you for listening to the believe in Timberwolves podcast presented by bet online go ahead go to bet online bet on some sports you will definitely not regret it unless you lose and you might regret it but it's going to be fun regardless I'm your host, Brendan Hedke, again. Thank you all for listening, and I will be back next week. Peace out.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.